All right, welcome back to the Next Level Living Podcast. Jeff Cochran here, and today let's talk about the myth of being well-rounded. The myth of being well-rounded. Now, I don't know about you, but especially as a young leader, I had this idea that to be a good leader, to be a great leader, to be the best that I could be, I needed to be really well-rounded. I needed to be good at all of the general things that I had seen other good leaders be great at. So what that caused me to do is it caused me for years to work hard on trying to shore up my weaknesses. Now, have you ever been there working hard to try to shore up those weaknesses that frustrate you and maybe other people? Now, I don't know what it is for you, but for me, it was all around kind of uh, really disciplined systems and administration. I was just not very organized as a leader. So I tried to become a much more organized leader over time. But what I realized was that time that I spent trying to be someone that I'm not was actually a waste of my development because being well-rounded as a leader is a complete an utter myth. Now, I love the way that Andy Stanley talks about this myth of being well-rounded. He says, the greatest leaders you meet are not well-rounded. Instead, they have extraordinary strengths and extraordinary weaknesses, but they surround themselves with excellent people. So Andy says it this way. He basically says, hey, the greatest leaders are never well-rounded. They have really great strengths, but they have weaknesses that are just as powerful in the opposite direction as their weaknesses. But they don't try to become well-rounded to get great. They team up and partner with people who are great at those things. Great leaders do what they're great at. So I want to encourage you today if you want to be a great leader, if you want to be a great business owner, if you just want to be a, a better person in general, great leaders, great people, great business owners do what they are great at. And when we try to focus on shoring up our weaknesses instead of partnering with great people in those areas, we're really just shortchanging ourselves and the people that we serve. Why? Because you could work on your weaknesses for the next 10 years and maybe move from a 2 on a scale of 1 to 10 to a 4. And a 4 still isn't very effective. But what if instead you partnered with someone who's already a 7 or an 8 in one of those areas and then you worked on developing an area where you're an 8 to a 10? It's going to make a much bigger difference. And in talking about the same thing, Andy Stanley finished this way. He said, I realized one day that my fully exploited strengths were a far greater value to our organization than my marginally improved weaknesses. So I need you to hear this today. Even if there are weaknesses that, that frustrate you so much, no matter where you're at and what you're doing, your fully exploited strengths are of far greater value to the team you're on, to the people you serve, than your marginally improved weaknesses. If you want to be a great leader, start doing what you're great at. And if there is a weakness holding you back, don't try to develop that weakness. Find someone to partner with who's strong in that area. It's going to change the game for you. If I could just encourage you today, don't buy into the myth of being well-rounded. 
Instead, pursue the path of being great.